Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister. I am Rosemary McCabe. I have now assimilated into the American culture so much that I have a Fort Wayne accent. <laughs> you should just you should just do the whole episode being me and you. Okay. 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 So, uh, Rosemary, what's your favorite? What do you like to watch on TV? Well, Beatrice, I love to watch reality TV. It's like burning holes in you my You literally in my sound retin-ay. like a guest star in The Muppets. So, Rosemary, you will have to explain to me what you love about true, cli- true crime. True crime. True climax. True, true, Rosemary, why could it not be true climate? Why are you such a perv? True climb. When you climb to the top of the climb? hill. climb? Yeah. Why did it have to go straight to like okay. something Nobody sexual? Nobody who's ever heard me say anything is going to believe that I love climbing. <laughs> climate. You love climate change. Let's Don't start now. You'll upset Dad. So, Rosemary, you love a good crime I don't know why I'm having a problem saying this oh, neither do podcast I. I personally hate listening to them I have multiple times tried to listen to various different podcasts including my favorite murder is that what it's called yes and name name two more oh I listened to that one about the guru the guru I think it was called the guru was it oh was that about Bikram I listened to that one and I also listened to the one about the cult I obviously like cults the cult <laughs> in the the cult in the in the hot sauna tent Oh, what was that one called? Yeah, listen to that. So, so there. I don't know what their the names are, but I listened to the three of them. The hot sauna tent. <laughs> no, no, wasn't it about some some wellness guru who like charged people ten grand to come to this retreat and then made them sit in the sauna for hours and then somebody died? Wasn't yes, the that cult one? Yeah, in yeah. the hot sauna tent. Well, I didn't think it was so much a cult. What was his name again? It was basically a cult. I can't remember. Did you watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix? Yes. Also about the cult. Yes, that was great. It was actually really boring. I, I, three episodes would have been enough. What? Oh my God, I thought it was great. It was just too boring. It was like they were dragging it out to six episodes or however many it was. Like it absolutely could have ended sooner. 
Anyway, so what is it that you love about the podcasts? I personally like, I mean, I do want to hear your answer in a minute, but I personally enjoy, I mean, I like true crime on TV, right? Like really enjoy it. Actually, do I enjoy it? As, I don't want, watch it so much. I used to watch it obsessively. I watched everything on Discovery. Investigate. Is that the is that the sound, or are you just trying to do your ASMR again? That's what this. That's how they say it. Okay. Discovery. I was checking. Discovery. Investigate. <laughs> and it's like every true crime, like you know, moms who kill, sisters who kill, like love affairs gone wrong. All of them. Like watched all of them. Also watched all of the first forty-eight. Have you watched that? No. What's that? It's a TV show about like the first 48 hours because if they don't catch the criminal generally oh, in the first Oh, right after a crime basically, right after somebody yes. goes missing. And it's, but the thing is I actually find it kind of depressing because it's like all these poor people who, it's actually like obviously true crime, real people. So then I just spend a lot of the time feeling sorry for the real people and their families oh, yeah. and wondering if this is actually all very intrusive because it's not like this is years ago. This is more like, you know, 2019, yeah, yeah. October, uh, you know, so-and-so age 19 found shot to death outside their house. And like, then there's all the families interviewed, they're all crying. And I'm like watching it because like, it is fascinating how they follow the breadcrumbs and, you know, if they catch the perpetrator, but then so sad at the same if time. I'm kind of like, should I be watching this? Well, should so I be reading anyway, a book? Isn't it right? Of course. I'm like, yeah. should I be watching this? Should I be reading a book? Should I be doing something to better myself? Should I be being productive? Should I be cheering myself up? Is this like a good use of my time in terms of like, am I just making myself depressed? And I wonder sometimes if I go through a phase of listening to, or even a day where I listen to six true crime episodes of different shows in a row, I'm like, should I listen to something else? Because I think I then come out of it seeing danger at every corner. You know what I mean? That I get more and more paranoid. But actually I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, because there's, there's a kind of a, a theory or an argument that the reason the true crime is so popular among women is that because women are so often victims of crime that it's kind of a like forewarned is forearmed. But then I was thinking about me walking home from the pub in Milan and I was like, that's not me. But you weren't watching it back then? No, but I think even now, like when I listen to a lot of true crime, but back then I probably would have read more kind of true crime blogs occasionally. I, like I wasn't on the internet all the time the way I am now, you know what I mean? But when I was online, I would kind of read. It was 2001, you weren't on any blogs. I probably was, 2001. It wasn't 2001, was it? No, no, I was only 16. It was 2005. 2000, well, you weren't on any blogs. You didn't even have a computer. Did we not? Didn't even have a cell phone. I think, didn't even, no, because we had to go to internet cafes. Oh, I definitely had a cell phone because I used to ring mom from the pool in Milan. Anyway, listen. Did spoil brat? Oh, this is hardly the point. You didn't have a cell phone because if you had a cell phone, I wouldn't have been so worried about you walking home at night. You didn't have when you were walking home with your with your iPhone, with your like, with My your iPod. Yeah. No, I had a cell phone because I was texting Poncho. Maybe I didn't have any internet, but I was definitely texting him. Oh, you know what? You had probably had a page ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. I, I oh, yeah, I did. Ago. I had that nice, I had that really nice. You had nice, the really nice StarTac. The, the Duplo. The love that. Motor, the Mitsubishi. Why? The Why did I get rid of that? Well, we wouldn't broke. be using it now. I think it broke. I'd be Actually, happy to, you'd be delighted. You'd be like, I'd have it in a frame. Oh, for God's be sake. be brilliant. Anyway, listen. The point is, even now, I don't think I listen to these things and I go, oh, it like, I would be excellent in in a a crime scenario because I would know exactly what to, I think I'd be crap you'd be excellent <laughs> you know what I mean you'd be crap I oh, know I'd be totally crap I'd I don't be... think I'd be going oh I remember from that one podcast I listened to that I should run up the stairs instead of down or down the stairs instead of up lot. and I should, I and would I should literally... put my phone on record and I should do this no. and I should do that I would literally be in the closet crying the closet shaking you'd be in the closet crying shaking you know what I read the other day about a girl who every time she gets in a taxi she pulls out a hair and leaves it on the back seat in case something happens to her 
That's actually a very good idea. I'd be bald within about two months. <laughs> You're not in that many taxis. No, that's actually true. That's actually true. But if I let, I think she lived in New York. I'm now, like, if it was like, affairs. if it was like every time she ordered a takeaway, she pulled out a hair, <laughs> you'd be bald. <laughs> Imagine they'd be like, really, really weird. We found her DNA on all of these takeaway wrappers. So all we can conclude is that she ate a lot of takeaway, but we still don't know what happened to her. <laughs> I did read recently, though, having, although you were criticizing my ripped from the headlines TV obsession with SVU and Law and Order. Listen, I think it's ridiculous myself. It's bad. It's badly acted. There's overly dramatic music. They've way too much makeup on. Like the cases are solved. Super like pat. Good guy generally, generally wins, you know, ridiculous, right? Nothing like actual life. And but but it is a bit it's more like escapism. That's probably the difference between it and the first 48. First 48 is not escapism. It is like. Grim reality, reality, yeah, and then and then, SVU is like, oh, the good guys win. The police are great, you know. Um, everybody on the, you know, everybody on on the police force and you know in the in the justice system wants justice in is, the legal is system. Honest and is here for yeah. all the right reasons and wants justice, not just what you know, not just the law. They want justice. Anyway, but recently there was a video. There was a whole big hullabaloo here in the states where uh, I think I, I think she was like maybe eleven, and so a young girl. Anyway was waiting for her bus for school and she had her backpack on and this car drove by this video there's a video of it and this car drove by and the guy jumped out of the car like at breakneck speed and ran to grab her and she ran away from him anyway she ran like across the green from him threw down her backpack right away from her and then kicked and kicked and kicked and screamed and eventually he ran away and got jumped back in the car and afterwards they caught him and afterwards she said oh well, I watched uh, I watched Law and Order and they always say try and leave something behind so she was like so that's why I threw my backpack away and they always say kick and fight and don't go with them so I kicked and fought and all this kind of stuff and yeah anyway it was I was like so she's a great example of somebody who does pay attention I'm just Sorry, more like 11 year old is Law and Order not a bit maybe she was 13 well, I mean, do you know what? It Maybe it served her well. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was worth it. Can you imagine the heart? Oh my God, I'd be so crap. I'd like take, I'd take about, I'd run about 10 meters and be like, I'm wrecked and I get in your car. No, I'm also like the absolute. I'd be so crap. No, you wouldn't. And I'm also the absolute worst. I'm the worst runner. I'm a terrible fighter, as we know from the nipple cripples. As we know from the time I tripped you up in the in the dining room when you just kneeled, knelt on the floor and cried for about 20 minutes. I didn't kneel on the floor. You, you landed tripped on me your up knee, and I like, landed on my knee and it was incredibly painful. And, and you stayed in genuflection for 15 minutes. I was sh- stunned into immobility. How dare you? At least if I was kidnapping you, it'd be hard to get you in the car because you'd just be like a dead weight. No, I mean that. I mean that in a good way. That's one of the things in jujitsu that, like, one of the ways when I was learning jujitsu to overpower. So I used to spar with Neve, my former personal trainer, who is like infinitely stronger and more nimble and like better at all these things than I am. And the only way I could ever defeat her is if I literally just lay on top of her and like play dead, basically, because then she couldn't get my weight off her. Oh, well, I've said this in the past. Don's thing is you're supposed to grab people's ears and just like rip them off. Just like put all your weight on their ears and then they'll just oh. apparently rip off and then they'll be distracted enough. Every time you tell me that, it's like you've told me for the first time. So clearly I'm never going to remember. Oh, in really? Time, no, oh my God, it never even occurred to me. But I, re- I really want to know if it works. I don't know. I'm just, afra- I'm like, I'm just afraid of the retaliation, you know, like oh. if anything I do to somebody, they might do back to me. Obviously, people understand what retaliation is, but like, <laughs> it's like if I stick my fingers in somebody's eyes, are they are they going to stick back harder? You know, if I oh. am I just going to enrage the am I just going to enrage my nemesis? The already violent yes, person. Yes. And then are they going to be even worse to me? So like, I, I mean, it's also why when I watch these zombie movies, I go, 
I don't know how anybody survives past day two because literally I would just I probably just have to go out to the garden lie down and be like eat me because honestly I'm so terrified like I can't even cope with the oh my god the trauma just, of this sorry after a week right all the electricity is off I'd be literally like there's no ice I can't have an ice water I can't have a bath What's no no come wrecked. on like imagine no imagine like you're actually now you're dirty there's no water <sighs> you're you're literally at you, you're now at like you're you're at, you're at pinnacle survival moment and this these Hopefully slow zombies are walking around outside. Let's not give them super speed like they have in some in some movies, right? They're actually, they're slowly groaning and like, I don't even know, zombieing out in the front garden. And you're thinking to yourself, how am I going to, how am I going to get past these zombies? How am I going to escape? I would literally just be like, how? And then I would probably just drop dead. <laughs> just out of sheer fear. Like literally just, I died of fright. Oh, I can't. I, I can't even think like the minute I, the mi- I just, I can't. I, I would be frozen in place, useless. I don't think I'd die of fright. I think I'd just lie down, just like let the Lord take me. The Lord, I would die of fright. I, I mean, I, I'm, I barely, I nearly die of fright watching TV. I can't even watch A Quiet Place. And I jumped out of my skin the other day watching Evil, which is like a totally sanitized oh, horror this, movie. Oh, is this the new series? Yes. And oh, now Don is telling me that. that there's a there's a whole plethora of Irish horror movies. Apparently they're on all Shudder. the thing on Shudder that he wants us to watch together. But like I cannot, I can't watch horror movies. I just Ugh. find them too terrifying. I barely enjoy Irish movies as it is because I often just find the accents really embarrassing. Or like even like Irish kind of indie movies when they're, you know, they're like the, in their eyelac or something. And I'm like, oh, that's the eyelac. I don't know. I find it all real cringe. It's too close to home. Not like I like the eyelac. Something against the eyelac. No, no, I get it. I was talking about this with somebody. That, I was talking about this with somebody at work the other day, and I was saying, as familiar. an American, like as an Irish person watching Irish TV, like I can suspend disbelief really easily when it's an American accent. Oh yeah, because yeah. we're all like everything we were brought up with was basically American. Yeah. Whereas when I watch an Irish movie, it seems it I, it has a whole other filter of reality that seems very real, and I can also tell what's off or what's not authentic yes, yeah. whereas with the Amer- with an American movie like it can do whatever and I'm just like I have no point of reference for whether or not this is well acted badly acted I don't know if your accent is convincing I don't know if you all have different accents can't tell yeah and I also find culturally sometimes when I watch Irish movies I'm like no Irish person would do that that's yeah, what I mean you're much more yeah. critical because you're much more I actually have a list it. of Irish movies for us to watch and then do an episode on Irish movies oh. so you can look forward to that sometime when we have time on our hands in 2024 when we have lots of time. In terms of true crime, I'm trying to think of, you know what, I'm going to tell you the true crime podcasts that I'm currently listening to because there are a lot. And actually, the reason I like podcasts rather than TV, I think, is because I can do things at the same time. You know what I mean? So I'll listen to a podcast and be doing my money diary. I can't really write so much because I end up writing the words that I'll do. You can't do anything. No, no. Multitasking is a myth. No, but I can, I can write my money diary, right? So I can write down all the money I've spent and add it up and stuff and like, and then I'll write the words when the podcast is paused or whatever. But I can like do the washing up. I can do laundry. Mm -hmm. I can walk the dog. I can, you know, if I was walking the dog this way. What about just having like the gentle piece of your mind like your thoughts to accompany you so right now i'm listening to red-handed which is a uk-based podcast presented by two women that i didn't like initially i don't know why i just kind of couldn't get into them but now i quite like it but they do like a lot of the episodes i'll skip so they did a three-parter on jimmy savile where i was like no i don't just don't want to listen to that and then there are other ones where it's like serial killer killer and i'll listen to that The, the, the kind of kids you know the jimmy savile story i'm just like it's so grim and awful and you know, in plain sight, it was, it's too bad. To Live and Die in LA is another one I'm listening to about an aspiring actor who 
went missing. I think her name was Elaine Park, who went missing in L.A., a year and a half ago. And weirdly, the, the presenter of this is like friends with some guy from Nine Inch Nails or something. And the guy from, oh, it could be like, it could be Incubus. I don't know what it is. And the musician guy is now involved in trying to find her and like reaching out to people on Twitter and people are helping him because he's famous. It's really weird. Um, Criminal is quite a nice one because that's a, that's a narrative one just where your one tells the story and sometimes interviews people but has a very calming voice. So even though you're listening to true crime, it's quite nice. Hold on a second. So this one who went missing, like what age was she? She was, I think, in her early 20s, in her early to mid 20s. And she had, the story has got very convoluted now. So like in the beginning, there were all these rumors. They were like, you know, a couple of days before she went missing, she sent this series of tweets talking about how she had been sexually assaulted at this concert and she was going to go to the police about it. And then she went missing. So they're like, okay, these things are obviously connected. But then it's come up that one of her exes was actually stalking her like in a separate incident and that she had basically had to tell him to stay away from her over and over and over again. So they end up interviewing him. And then they find a series of text messages on her phone. Um, slight spoiler alert for a later episode. But they find a series of text messages on her phone that had been deleted, that had been sent to her from her mother, basically saying, die, 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 you bitch. I want you out of my life. I hope you die. Her mother? From her mom. Yeah. So it's look. totally bonkers. So I mean, I'm sorry, but like now are you thinking to yourself, I mean, you were to mom earlier on, should you be nicer to her? No, I'm actually thinking she should be nicer to me. Anyway. Um, and then I do listen to my favorite murder, but I've kind of, I've kind of lost patience with them lately. What does that mean? That means, so they had been doing, here's an idea for us actually, no, for the past couple of months they had been, or, you know, for the past year, basically, they do one live episode and one mini-sode per week. And they had been doing every about second or third live episode, or uh, yeah, every second or third episode would be a, a recording from a live show. And then they started doing what they called quilt episodes where they would take one story from one live show and one story from another live show and put them together because it's usually the two of them each telling one story. Then they started doing just one of them would tell a story each week and the whole thing was like the pandemic is, has been really hard on us and we just can't record it, you know, the way we used to and, you know, we're finding it really difficult, you know, like everyone is. But you're also like, you made something like 12 million last year. Like, and so I just, which is awful. Like we, we are all finding it difficult. So maybe I should have more patience. But now they've gone on a vacation. So they're like, we're on vacation for three months this summer. So they're now putting up, I think it's like they asked their friends to pick their favorite stories from previous episodes. So they're just replaying those, I think, which I haven't been listening to because I'm like, I've, I've no interest. I just want like new stories. You know, like I just want to hear the two of you chatting and I want the new stories. But I also feel like they're taking this three months off, but they have taken every second week off by either doing a live show or by doing this quilt, these quilt episodes, if you know what I mean. So I kind of, I'm like... You're taking the piss now. Even though, I, like, what am I talking about? I'm not paying for their podcast. I did support them for a while, I think. Like, de- back in the very beginning. But, like, I'm not subscribing to anything. I'm not in the fan club. I'm not doing any of this stuff. So I don't know why. Fine, desperate to be honest complainer. Yeah, but like, listen, from last week, we know I'm a desperate complainer. Well, no, I, was, I was waiting for you to get to the part where, like, why it was annoying you. <sighs> I don't know. It's annoying me because they're so rich. Maybe that's, I'm just jealous. <laughs> You're not <laughs> just jealous. Maybe you just didn't want to hear them complaining when they're not actually really doing anything. Yeah, but like that's real kind of capitalism makes us think that you only get to complain if you have a really, if you're working really, 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 really hard, right? You know what I mean? Like you only get to complain if you're working 60 hours a week, if you're only working, or if you're working No, no, I'm saying, but they're, but they're complaining about working and I'm saying when they're not working that hard. So, oh yeah, yeah. So maybe it's more like you're, I, I agree with you, you're totally entitled to like having n- mental health needs and not be in your best, your best self, as I like to say, during a pandemic and a global you know, a global pandemic. It may not be what everybody expected to have pop up on Tuesday of a random March. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. To be fair, maybe I am just salty because I tweeted Karen possibly more than once suggesting that she might listen, like to listen to our podcast because she because her heritage is Irish. Mm-hmm. She's always doing this Irish accent. This like drunk Irish accent, which I take issue with as it is. But anyway, were you clear with like, her that listen. she could only listen to me because yours is now a weird amalgamation of American yeah, Irish? Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. I did say that. I was like, well, I was like, one of us has kept our accent and one of us hasn't. You sound very Irish right now. And one of us is a dickhead and one of us isn't. Uh-oh. You'll have to figure out which one. Mm-hmm. Lol. Oh my God, somebody met, somebody messaged me yesterday on Instagram and said, your podcast is great. You know, it's been brilliant for really getting me through the last couple of months. Blah, blah, blah. I love Beatrice. Oh, thanks. Once again, I was like, why don't you tell her yourself? It's like, mom, what's Beatrice doing? <laughs> Rosemary, you need to relax there. Beatrice is doing nothing except getting zero sleep. Last night I slept in the bed with... They're all taking turns now since Don's still in the Airbnb. They're all taking turns sleeping Sleep with in me. in the bed with you? It's a nightmare. Yeah, and like last night, Chance got into bed, was super rude to me. Stop talking to me, mom. I'm trying to relax. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So then he lies down, goes to sleep. Chance two, is five for context. Yeah, 2 a.m. I wake up to a thud and a bump of him falling out of the bed. <laughs> God love Is he him. crying? No, he was fast asleep. He fell Didn't out. Didn't even wake up? No, he fell out of the bed and lay bumped and bruised on the floor asleep. Back to true crime. So the other thing that I always note in the, la- the first for- last 48, the first 48, is honestly, it would put you off doing drugs. You know, for all that, like, they might be fun, it would put you off. Everything comes back to drugs. Can you name one show, TV show or movie that's made, made you think drugs look great? I don't know, didn't they do some drugs in Sex and City? They smoked weed that one time and then Carrie got arrested, do you remember? <laughs> And <laughs> she showed the poster to the to the policeman. Oh, um, Wall Street, the Wolf of Wall Street. Drugs looked great. Oh, they all looked like such knobs. Though. Yeah, but they were delighted with themselves. No, do you remember the? Do you remember when he took the quail hoots and ended up crawling along his front driveway? <laughs> I don't remember that, Rosemary. I don't have as. I just more. Remember I don't have any memory. I don't I know what you're about to say. I don't have quite as good a memory as you do. I don't have any memory at all. For I any remember all the ever. important things, like the things that you know that are embarrassing to other people. I remember those stories. Just because you repeat them so often. Yes, I remember. I remember those stories. Yes, you're right because they're my party stories, and I pull them <laughs> out to embarrass people. Okay, so anyway, yeah, drugs. Don't do drugs. Like, don't don't steal people's drugs. Right, that's always a good reason to get that's killed. Actually, good. Yeah, yeah. Don't have drugs in your house if you have kids. Don't have drugs and guns in your house. I would recommend. Don't deal drugs, drugs and ideally. guns or drugs or guns. Drugs and guns together, like they're a bad combination. I think they're bad on their own as well, to be honest. I'd also say don't do, I mean, listen, I don't actually care if you deal drugs, but like try not to get killed while you're dealing drugs is more what I mean. Don't get involved with shifty people and drugs. The Wire was another one where drugs just looked like they weren't bringing anywhere anywhere good. I haven't watched The Wire and I also oh haven't God, watched amazing. past season one of The Sopranos. And I keep meaning to and I, I keep trying to get Brandon to watch The Sopranos with me. I think he's seen it, but I was like, why don't, why don't we rewatch it? But he's, he doesn't want to commit to it. Why don't we watch it? I've never watched it either. Because we keep saying we'll watch things and then we watch like one or two episodes and then we can't hang out. We can't do this. And then you watch them without me like The Handmaid's Tale. Excuse me. You were ahead of me on The Handmaid's Tale. No, no. I you, you were six you. episodes ahead of me first. And then I laid off so you catch up with me and then you watch the entire thing. You raced past me to get to the end and then said, well, I was competitive then. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I mean, that's another potential parallel to crime, parallel crime TV show. The Hannah like, relatively true crime after what happened to Britney this week. God. Yeah. I remember though, like season one of The Handmaid's Tale, I think because Trump had just been elected, you remember it felt so like close to the bone. It still feels, and now we're all just totally numb to it. Yeah. You know, now we're all like, oh, just every, and and every time we were watching, we're like, this couldn't happen. This definitely couldn't happen. But like, it's happening. You know, as well, like in Ireland, this, this new maternity hospital that's being built at a cost of like X number of millions and then given to the Sisters of Mercy by the government to run. Yeah. So like there are all these protests going on where they're like a maternity hospital should not be run by a religious order because there are certain hospitals in Dublin where up until very recently and I think still now they won't prescribe you like the hospital won't prescribe you contraception. Now you can go to your GP or whatever, but the hospital won't and they won't also do, I think, female sterilization. And there's certain things they won't do because of their religious ethos. They won't do anything that would like conflict with their religious beliefs with like more babies more babies more babies so is that so they're allowed to run it under the auspices of their religion yeah so basically it's it's a public hospital it was built by and funded by the government and then they've given it to the sisters of mercy to run and so it will be run by this religious order under their rules and yeah so there are all these protests going on at the moment and that's the kind of thing that you'd be like lol that'd never happen you know what I mean? that's ridiculous but, that, but that is what happens no, I actually totally would believe that would happen. That's not quite the same as being like, you know, given to somebody and called of, what's Brandon's name? Brandon. Of Brandon. What's Brandon's <laughs> name? I couldn't remember his name. You obviously could be interested what's say, Brandon's I had name. to say it. To, like, it had, I was like, I was thinking like tall guy looks like Hagrid. 
What's his name? Well, I have to say, I'd rather be of Brandon than of Don. Because of Don sounds stupid. Of Don. Rosemary, you know what? You're welcome to Ob be Don. either. Like I'd, rather, I'd rather Don be of B. <laughs> okay, so we're good. You can be either. <laughs> and no. you know what? Every time you come over here, you do gang up with Don on me. So you're welcome to be of Don. You can be both. Anyway, sorry, you wouldn't be of Don. He'd be the commander. You'd be the commander's wife. And then the slave would be of Don. No, because like, why would he be the commander? No offence to Don. Because the two of you are married and have produced children. So, oh. Don would be an I somewhere. Oh, Don. Semi-betraying people wearing a suit. He'd love that. Oh, I don't know. I think he'd hate that. He'd be dead. He'd, he'd, join, he'd have joined the resistance oh, and he'd have told 10 people to fuck right. off within a week and he'd be dead. He'd be, he'd be totally on the wall. He'd be dead. I don't know And then why you... Are we, why are we so stupid? He'd be totally yeah, he'd be dead 20 dead. minutes into this. And then you, Mrs. Fertile, would be off... Oh, Jesus. You'd be, you'd be on baby number seven now in the last six years. Oh, my God. I'd be... You would. They'd be I'd like, be this, oh my this God, is I a couldn't. good one. They'd be no. handing you around. What do you mean you couldn't? You just No, could. I, I couldn't. I'd absolutely jump off that bridge where you're running nearly through the baby. I'd 100%. There is no way yeah. I could give up any of my kids. I am like an emotional wreck about these kids. I mean, not that anybody can. There's no way. There's no way I could be walking around staring into the distance, like offered on a regular basis, given like demon stares. I'd just be Her an name absolute is wreck. June. June. I'd be crumpled on the floor. Do you I'd think you could ever be a surrogate for someone? I remember having this conversation with you where, where, where you were saying years ago that you would be a surrogate for me, but I don't think you could. I mean, I could if it was for you. What if it was for me and I lived in Ireland? Yeah, I could if it was and for you. And you never see the baby. I think you could. For you, yeah. No, could. I mean, I, I, I'm okay. I could, could steal myself for, for the good that it would do and, and know that it was your baby and just remember that it's your baby. But it's not the same as it. it's my baby. And like, I think psychologically going into it like that. Let's go back to my version of true crime, which is SVU Law and Order. Criminal Minds, Devo, when it got cut, even though it's absolutely crap. Um, I don't think I've ever watched. They're all crap. I think I've watched an episode of these things with you. But and I you know your man, Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Oh, yeah. Prepared to die. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember. He's also in Homeland. And yeah, and he's amazing on Instagram. Himself and his wife, like their son started to video them during the pandemic and they are so cute and also highly politically engaged and, you know, out there campaigning for Bernie at one point and then Joe Biden, etc. But very entertaining to watch nonetheless. Very, very smart and like very cute together. Anyway, he actually quit Criminal Minds. Like he was in the first couple series and he quit because he was like, I'm just sick and tired of every episode being about women being murdered, right? I was like, I agree with that. Thank you for standing up for women. But then I watched all the way through like series 11 and, but it, it is nonsense. Why, like, why is it always, why am I so fascinated with women? I mean, I don't think I've picked up a thing from this. Let me think, what would your top tips be? To not, like, to try not to get murdered. Well, actually, one of the things I said to you, and you did say this was, this is something that they say on on My Perfect Murder, whatever it's called. My favorite murder. That one, yeah. Is, like, it did occur to me, why are we so polite? Like, in a dark alleyway at night, if somebody says, excuse me, or can I, like, of course I turn around and, like, or can I ask you directions from, like, a passing car? Should just ignore them. Why would I not just ignore them and keep going? I have yeah. zero obligation to these individuals. And yet I would always stop. Can you tell me the directions? I know. That's something they say in, in My Favourite Murder. They have this like slogan, fuck politeness. But they also talk about it a lot in, on um, Crime Junkie, another one I listen to, where they talk about, especially with kids, that they're like, tell your kids that if ever an adult asks them for help with anything, because that was one of the things that like, like people will often go, Oh, hey, you know, hey, kid, can you help me put this surfboard in my in my trunk or whatever it is? And it's like, Rosemary, can you help me put this surfboard in my boot? But this was in America. This is an American podcast. But I actually tried to say that to our kids the other day. We were talking about 
they were talking about how you should always do what adults tell them. And I, and I was like, well, no, no, not exactly. I was like, your teachers and your parents, yeah. And I was like, but if an adult you don't know tells you, you know, asks you for help or, you know, asks, asks, you, asks you to do them a favor, you do not have to do it. Sorry, even your teachers, isn't it healthy to have like a decent questioning mentality? I told you about... I think these little during, bastards have enough of a question mentality, no, to be honest. I mean, but I mean, your teachers, like they have authority over you, but like you know not necessarily they should you should be able to say no thanks I'm not comfortable oh, whatever yeah. to your teachers yeah like that teacher who tried to get me to pick up the dirty tissue <sighs> my number one obsession yeah gross I know and I got in so much trouble for it yeah well what about the, well I mean and the t- teacher tried to get you to write a hundred lines for correcting her misspelling <laughs> and mom made you do it <laughs> that was um wasn't it lightning I still remember that I mean I think I was only about seven I very good at holding grudges let me tell you Remember that? And she wrote lightning with an E-N-I-N-G. And I was like, no, now i like, Neil Shea Gert. Yeah, well, you were right. Oh, and she sent you home with a hundred lines. I must not correct the teacher. No, I think she sent me home with a hundred lines with the word lightning. I had, yeah. to write the, had, to, had to write the word lightning out incorrectly a hundred times. That's what was. Yeah, I know you had to write it out incorrectly because you had corrected the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mom called, like, called the school and said, you know, this isn't the correct. But she still made you do it. Why? Well, I think she was like, it's probably like better not to, I don't know. Yeah, it makes zero sense. Anyway, and with the teacher. we should ask her sometime. Well, we'll ask her later on. During home, it was not homeschooling, home supervising, semi-super, home being in the same home. E-learning. Yeah, e-learning. Being in the same home while everybody tried to work, learn time of hell. Bo was reading, Bo, seven years old, was reading The Gingerbread Man. And he came in all confused at the end and kind of, you know, all peeved because he got he, he got a, a fail on his exam. And I said, oh, show it to me here. Like, let's go through it. So he reads me the story. And then the questions were, every story has a protagonist. Uh, no, every, every story has a protagonist, a good guy and a bad guy. Which in this story, who was the good guy? Who was the bad guy? And he goes, the good guy was the gingerbread man. The bad guy was like whoever the baker was trying to eat him. And the teacher goes, no, Bo. The good guy was the teacher and the mom and whoever was telling the gingerbread man to come back. The bad guy was the gingerbread man because he didn't listen to what he was told to do. And I'm like, so basically everybody's saying, come back here so I can eat you. And the gingerbread man rightly is like, no way. Yes. Rightly takes his own survival into his own hands and runs like Billio down the road and is somehow the bad guy. And I was like, this is not sending out the right message but, but at all. But also from an like... when. When you study English, like when I studied English in college, once you could explain, you know what I mean? As in once you could say, this is the good guy because X, this is the bad guy because X, there was no right or wrong. You know what I mean? It was like once you could explain your thinking behind it, you you were, you know what I mean? As in you could argue it, then it became correct. Not that it became correct, but like for Bo to say the good guy was the gingerbread man and the bad guy was the baker because he was trying to eat him. That makes total logical sense. You know what I mean? Understand. Like, sorry, I didn't understand what you meant there. Yes, understand what you're saying. That once you can justify the reasoning yeah. behind your argument, yes, you are. You're. It's valid. Yeah, I thought you were saying yeah. that the good guy can be a good guy and the bad guy can be a good guy. No, depending as, on if, if depending on his mindset. That's not what you were saying. No, 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 no. Like, like as long as you can justify it and explain it, because like English isn't objective; it's entirely subjective. So that's the whole point of being able to analyze these things and think independently. Well, you that's what I mean? not Which what they were trying to get here. No. Independent thought. Because basically, if it's like, come over here so that I can eat you. As long as the person saying that is an, is an adult, yes. you're meant to come over. Yes. 
Yeah, no, right? So I was like, this is absolutely the wrong message. Anyway, so so having learned that at school, maybe that's the purpose of, maybe the purpose of true crime is then to show you the results of the teaching that you're getting in school. It's like, mm. this is the outcome. You're being told, run that way and let somebody eat your head off. And then this is the result. You will end up dead. No, you're told it too late. It's probably so confusing, the first true crime. If I showed Bo true crime, I'd be like, what? But they did what they were told. They said, come over here. Now they're dead. Yeah, or like they were they were polite and helped that person, mm-hmm. like walked into the forest with that person to help them pick up a tree or whatever and then yeah, got murdered. That's confusing to tell kids now, to explain to kids. I mean, it is, and it's also, yeah. cause you're also not trying to be overly terrifying, although Don loves to tell them all the terrible things that could happen and what they need to do. And then like by the time they're quaking and like close to tears, he's like, okay, so if that ever happens, what do you do? And they're like, scream. He's like, no, kick them here, kick them there. Karate chop them there. Do this, do that. Throw throw acid in their nose. I'm like, oh my god! Where are you getting this acid from? I don't even know. Well, our 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 eight year old is obsessed with. So he has this rubber knife that he likes to run around the house with, like basically pointing it at people. And then Brandon gets very like, do not point that knife at him. Which I'm like, what's the knife for? What's the point? I mean, either let him have a knife or don't let him have a knife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pardon me. Anyway, we were talking about like, what would you do if somebody, like, like a stranger danger, you know what I mean? What yeah. would you do? And he basically is upset. The only thing he ever comes up with is, I would stab him in the eye. And you're like, <laughs> your knife Christ. does not work. Your knife is a chubby rubber knife. Like a chubby w- rubber knife? <laughs> a chubby plastic knife. Would be so disgusting. <laughs> you're so disgusting. Like, but he's literally upset. Like, I would jump on his back and I would pull his hair and I would stab him in the eye. And you're like, you're the, like, he... He can barely jump off a chair. I mean, like, I'll tell you though, it is actually fascinating to me. Like when Nash was born and, you know, being an Irish person, I was like, we're absolutely, I was a bit like you right now. They're, they're not going to have any sugar. They're only going to eat pureed peas and they'll never have a device until they're 20, right? I was very much along the lines of they'll never have any guns. Now look around my house, right? It's full of Nerf guns. They are obsessed with Nerf. Mm-hmm. It's full of everything, right? Which is so annoying to me. But the baby who doesn't have a Nerf gun has now, age three, started... Oh, yeah. You make the noise because I can't do it. So he basically pointed his two fingers at me earlier and he went... Yeah, and he loves it. He absolutely loves it. And then the view to him, he plays dead, which is actually very entertaining. Yeah, but, like, where did that come from? came from video games. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? He was playing Minecraft the other day and he was very excited to get himself some fish and then he killed them all. What? In a fire, very violently. In a fire? He just dropped fire into their little ponds. What? Yeah. You should be watching him when he's playing Minecraft. He's a savage. The baby? Yeah, he was like, he was like, like made himself a little pond and then he put a load of fish in it and then he dropped a whole load of fire in on top of them. Jesus Christ, so maybe the true crime that maybe I don't need to watch it on TV. Maybe Your life is in my true house. crime. Yeah. Oh my God. You better watch that. You better watch that fish downstairs. Oh God. Is, that... is the fish dead? No, I wouldn't mind. I'd like to give the fish away. No, I don't want the fish to die. The, the biggest true crime of all now is, oh, is your fish neglect. I know Don loves and feed the fish and feeds the fish, but like, oh, it's so just floats around downstairs. What do you want it to do? Like perform tricks? It just takes up all this room and you have to feed it. It's so boring. It's like a hamster. And then he brought the frogs. He's obsessed with animals. And then the other day he told me in a nightmare about like the responsibilities of feeding all these animals. I was like, you literally brought them all into the house against my wishes. With your four kids. Yeah. Pardon the cat. I brought the cat in. Oh, love the cat. Thank you very much for listening to this scintillating, stunning, show-stopping episode. Wait, what did we learn? We said, don't be polite. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't be polite. (laughs) 
I like personally, if I'm ever walking anywhere in the dark, I do like to keep my keys between my knuckles. Not that like I suspect if anybody jumped out of anywhere, I'd drop them immediately. <laughs> I was <about> to say, <laughs> those keys would be gone. The first thing to fall down a grate out of shock would be those keys. Well, hold on, like you're not. It's not always dark in an alleyway, okay? No, I didn't mean dark in an alleyway. I just meant walking anywhere dark. No, I more mean like my first example was if it's dark in an alleyway, don't be polite. And then you said if oh. it's dark in an alleyway, I like keys between my fingers. So I'm like, what do we do in the daytime when well, crime could happen? But also in the daytime, like. You don't need to be super polite. Like as if somebody asks for help with something, you don't always have to help people. Yeah, exactly. Someone Fuck else can you, help Rosemary. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But you know what the other thing a friend of mine does frequently. Now, I don't know why she does it to me because I live miles and miles away, but she shares her location with me on oh. WhatsApp if she's walking home or whatever. So like, at least I'd know where her body was. I hate to break it to you. My phone's always dead. I wouldn't be able to do that. You'd be interested. You're like, you may as well just think if I lived in the 50s, what would I do? Because you're never going to have your phone. <laughs> You're never going to have any form of technology. They're not going to be able to trace you also, anywhere. Also, don't actually know where my house keys are. Have to go in and out with the garage thing. Okay, so you've no keys for between your fingers. You've no, no phone. I don't. What should I do? I can't run. I'm very slow. <laughs> yeah, I know you're... Well, I, think, also I think our best trip. one is probably just the one you said, just lay down, act dead. Dead weight. Yeah. Like on the yeah, tug yeah, of war. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just fall backwards. Well, basically, if someone's trying to get you in their car, especially, right? Yeah. Lie down on the ground. Like, it's going to be much harder to get you in from there. Like if you're standing up, they can drag you in, but you literally throw yourself to the ground. I weigh 17 stone now, Beatrice. Nobody's lifting me up into their car. <laughs> They're not like, unless there's two of them, at least. We give Don the challenge later on. He's all, he's very competitive when it comes to lifting things. Oh, that's actually a good idea, except for I'm pregnant, so we'll just have to position me carefully. Yeah, no problem. Okay, great. No problem. We could film it and put it on the Instagram. <laughs> I mean, this won't be very funny when either of us gets abducted. Someone's listening back to this going, God, they really had no clue what to do, did they? <laughs> but like, I just, what was I watching yesterday? I was watching Line of Duty, very good. Season six, right? And somebody was running away from the police and I was like, how? Oh, I know, you'd be how? exhausted. I'd just be like, fine. There's like, but I mean, there's and climbing over fences and everything. I, absolutely not. But like they'd have, but I mean, they'd have me overtaken in a second, right? I'd be just like, oh, sorry, now you're Bye. ahead of me. <laughs> I'd be like in Mario Kart, you'd be like, oh, there goes another one. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I really don't see, I mean, I feel like I'd be trapped and I can't fight. You know what I do often think? Well, I like to think that if ever I got held up or mugged or someone was trying to take my ATM card, I mean, lol, I really... <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I mean, the I... disappointment I know, ever. Ideally, I would like to think that I would be like, yes, you can have everything. Yeah, like, 100% here's, here's my phone, you can have everything. Here's the pin for my phone. Here's the pin for my card. Here's the pin for my other card. Here's the pin for my other yeah, card. Yeah, but Rosemary, look, then you'd need, you'd need to be gone then soon before they got in a rage and realized they only had $15. Yeah, no, I know. You just wasted know, their time. I know. And, okay, well, I've actually thought of a good somewhere. one. I've thought of a good one. Potentially, I could use my, I could lash them with my viperous tongue and hurt their feelings so badly they'd leave. I honestly say, you know, you see these things where, like, what was I watching some show the other day where somebody got abducted and they'd been literally kept captive for a year. Oh, I'd geez. say like a week of you. And they'd be like, <laughs> where can I dump this one? No, they wouldn't. They would. They'd be like, so annoying. She's been there doing that Russian accent for two days. <laughs> oh my God, she's like, so annoying. She keeps laughing at her own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> she's just singing to herself in, in the dungeon. <laughs> what, what, what have you got what's going on there <laughs> they'd be like <laughs> what is wrong with you 
They're like, we're trying to get rid of her. She keeps just lying down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this taxi driver be calling the cops going, I don't know what's wrong. She's just lying across the back. Seat. Yeah, she won't get out. <laughs> I think this is her address. <laughs> okay so we don't have any greatest we don't have any great advice basically if you have your phone on and share your location pull out a hair and put it in the back of the taxi that is a good one (sighs) or anywhere or anywhere oh yeah leave something behind like not just your hair but like whether it's your backpack or whatever I mean I don't know I mean I don't mean the only crime that could ever happen like actually on TV very few of them are abductions True, yeah. Okay, be, try not to breathe too heavily. That's the other one I always think about if I'm in a closet. Like, I can't. How do I breathe quietly? That's the one I think about if I'm in a closet. How often do you be in a closet? No, but like, well, when, when, we were, when we were growing up, I used to often, when mom and dad would go out, I was often terrified because we were right in front of a graveyard. And I was often terrified about like, what would happen because we live, we live pretty far from everyone. It was like, if I mm-hmm. had to call the police, if there was a home invader, mm-hmm. invasion or whatever, in my hiding in the closet, which I practiced a couple of times or around a corner. My breathing was yeah, so loud. Your breathing is very loud. <laughs> so annoying. I was <laughs> in so a panic. My breathing is not very loud. You know what? Sorry. Now, I hate to take this. I love to take this in a right on direction. But let's also bear in mind that from what I can gather in 95% of these cases, there is literally nothing the victim could have done. Oh, yeah. that's You know what I mean? Yeah. As in like... People shouldn't fucking murder people. Don't oh, abduct women. Don't murder okay, women. Okay. Don't, no, no, no. But I mean, you know, when you're talking about like, what could I do if this ever happened to me? I think sometimes we get caught up in like, oh, if only she hadn't been walking home. If only she hadn't done this. But like, no. No, that's not what we're talking about no, here. We're, but we're not just remotely saying, what should I do in order to be a better person and not be abducted? No. No, I wasn't saying to be a better person. Not remotely. I couldn't be a better person. And I could get abducted all the same. You too, Rosemary. And every other abductee. Anyone ever thinking or of victim of a crime. Just listen to this podcast first and be like, she is a head wrecker. I'll abduct someone else. Yes, please. Please do. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another fact-based episode. Extremely, extremely useful. Extremely useful and research-heavy episode of Not Without My Sister. We would like to know, do you have any things that you do to kind of keep yourself safe. I mean, like... Not keep yourself, but no, like... No, yeah. In, and also, what do you tell your kids? That's what I'd yeah. like to know. What do you tell your kids to not terrify them, but also not have them do stupid things? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. The stupid things they do half the time. You're like, I'm literally... I'm not telling you to, like, not jump into the pool an inch away from the edge because I'm trying to ruin oh. your fun. I literally just don't want you to mm-hmm. whack your head off the concrete. Yes, please. They just never get it. You can get us on Instagram at Rosemary McCabe and at Beatrice McCabe and at Not Without My Sister. You can email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. Check out the website notwithoutmysis.com and you can also support us for $5 a month on Patreon at patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister where each and every week you'll get an extra special bonus episode and you will get this, your regular Tuesday episode, early and entirely ad-free. Anything to add? No. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.